This episode is sponsored by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. For more information, contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R at att.net. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. To plunder or not to plunder? Uh, tea bags are us and here we come. This show has been canceled. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. This is the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 56. And we're here tonight. Good midnight, you know. Could be, could be, could be, or high noon, Mm. as they say in the West. It's high noon somewhere in the world. Yeah. And that little voice you hear is Johnny Weaver. Johnny, welcome to the show. So you brought Click Gaming along to sponsor the show. We appreciate it. And hey, we're going to plug you. So we love, we love that we're partnered up with you, brother. Hey, I appreciate having you guys on board. Yeah, and then we got um, Ryan Maddox. Ryan, how's it going, brother, buddy? I know, I'm just kind of uh, a... <laughs> yeah, what what do you call that? Uh, what's that word? It's what your wife called you. You're basic. <laughs> <laughs> you basic. Hey, some, some people like the stock vehicle they get for the cheap, you know? That's true. As long as it's yeah. dependable, you know, it keeps on working. Yeah, that's, that's what really matters, you know, in this mm-hmm. day and age. You can't find as kind of much vehicle nobody else is going to want, you know? Right, right, right. Nobody's ever going to steal it from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what they say? See, now my feelings are hurt all over again. <laughs> Just pissing me off already and we haven't even started the show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Although the other night I did hurt Ryan's feelings, so um, I'm having to watch what I say because he thinks I'm a jerk, which maybe I, I am. I think it's a... Know. I think it's the testosterone swings. Like usually, you know, w- when women go through things, they blame it on uh, the the hormone swings, right? Metapause. Mm-hmm. I've been on this carnivore diet, and my testosterone is like ramped, right? Mm, and yeah. so I don't know if like in that I'm having emotional swings too, but I'm definitely more sensitive than usual. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very you different. Know? Very yeah. different. Either but... I'm more sensitive than usual, or I just don't give a crap about telling you how sensitive <laughs> I usually am. But that doesn't sound like you. Usually you're already pretty brutally honest. That's true. But That's it true. could like, be that we spent the whole weekend together. Could be that too. Oh, the weekend you know? was good though. I enjoyed the weekend. I don't think I had any downs. I mean, on the way, I already vented to you about some things and then we right. just rolled on and the rest of the day was good. No, no, I'm saying it's good. But you know, when you're stuck in a vicinity with that one person the whole time. What you're trying to say is I wore my welcome. No, maybe, no, I'm saying maybe I wore my welcome is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was going more that route rather than putting the blame on you. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yes, this weekend we did, uh, this past weekend, we went to the OCU Combine Esports Gaming event um, where we got to check out some high schoolers that did, oh, some, yeah. did some, some competitions. Did some interviews with them and with the uh, director there. It's almost like you want to call him an athletic director. He's not an athletic director because he's over more than just esports. Mm-hmm. He's over anything that has to do with gaming design and, and that digital stuff along with the esports and all that kind of stuff. We yep. have to do a quick little interview with him and and uh, 
I think Clint's going to be putting together a video for you guys that will be put yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to put just a little highlight video of the trip. Jeff Price, of course, uh, that's, that's who Ryan is talking about. He that's was the director. Yep. Very, very nice to us. Treated us really good. Oh, he's laid back. He's a great guy. I love working oh, yeah. with Jeff. He was awesome, man. He was just very open. Um, told us about uh, some new things that are coming for OCU, and it's really exciting for the state of Oklahoma if you're into esports. Mm-hmm. I'm Definitely. with it. I'm with it. I love the design on their arena that's coming. Got a little sneak peek at that. Look mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll be good. It'll be real, it's real good. real top notch. And Johnny, we didn't get to really talk to Johnny as much, but he was busy working. He's making sure he was evaluating <laughs> right, right them kids and keeping them kids, uh, you know, straight, mm-hmm. so they didn't mm-hmm. get out of line. So what did you what did you uh, what did you see? I know you don't probably don't want to give away your whole hand there because it was official business. But uh, what did you think of the competition? I, I liked it. Like I said, we've seen a lot of difference between skill, which is great, and then we also looked for like communication. We want to see how people work because you can be great, but if your attitude's a crap fest, people teams don't want you. You know, you're gonna represent a bad company, kind of. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but no, there yeah. was there was a bunch of good kids. Uh, we narrowed down our top three, and of course, Jeff and them have that information from that. They'll reach out and say, hey, you know, if you guys would like to mm-hmm. come to OCU, we'd like to have you guys come out. Here's a scholarship. We'll try you out. And then there's a couple other things, which are NDA kind of, but I might be working more in-depth with OCU on a couple more things with kids. So when that comes nice. around, I'll be, of course, more share that with you guys. You know, I had that vibe while we were there, so I'm glad you brought that up. That's uh, <laughs> going to be nice to see what happens as, as things move on. But uh, for those of you who are kind of maybe new to our show, we've talked about this a little bit before, and this is something that... Uh, Johnny Weaver and Click Gaming is involved in helping promote uh, the esports altogether. Not just the tournaments, but they connect with the colleges, help them with ideas for their uh, design, right, Johnny? Mm-hmm. On their yep. arenas and things like that, and kind of what their structure should be set up on their networking and uh, some of the back end stuff too, from what I understand. Um, and this is something that to get to go and see. They had their own setup, and then there was areas that Johnny was over too, mm-hmm. and to see that kind of you know everybody working together, um, it was just a cool thing to see. And, and for those of you who are kind of new to the show, you may have heard Johnny say, oh, "We had our top three that we're looking at for a scholarship," and that might come as a shock for you, but that's what that combine was. The OCU mm-hmm. combine was just like any other sport combine, where you're going and performing in front of the coaches for a chance to earn some recognition and scholarship. We're talking some money to pay for your schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They do the exact same thing for esports as they do for any other sport like football, basketball, golf, or anything like that. And uh, this is becoming real. So if you got some kiddos that are into sports, uh, it's something that me and Clint have kind of noticed as we've been into this a little bit more and more with Johnny, uh, is that there's not as much parental involvement as there would be in other sports. And nope. the reason is definitely, in my opinion, the fact that um, I don't think parents are with it yet. I don't mm-hmm. think parents understand that it's a real thing, that it's a not just a real college opportunity, um, but it's a real career past college. Right. And, now, uh, uh, to, to interject, though, real quick, on at that event, though, um, I know it was mentioned that they, uh, they weren't, I wasn't 100% sure, but they may have asked the parents to stay, um, yeah. not be at the event because of, um, how it was set up. They wanted to see the kids, um, yeah, on their own, element, on their own kind of and how they're going to react mm-hmm. without, right. Any they they don't want to feel pressured by the parents and stuff, but that's true, right. Johnny. I mean, in, in your experience, I mean, cause you've been all over, um, how involved are parents in the, uh, esports 
I'd um, honestly say like 15%. I mean, I'll okay. see yeah. some that'll come and hang out with them, and others are just like, oh, just let me know when it's done. They go do their own thing, you know? Right, I mean, technically, right. I'm, I'm a professional babysitter in most terms, but, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yeah. funny is if you compare that with even a sport like me and Clinton grew up in, which is wrestling, uh, other than MMA now, uh, when we grew up, there wasn't really much of an opportunity to go and make that a career. It really was just a sport with a means to an end to get you to college, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yet, yet the parents were just fanatic about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They love it. They're there. They're involved. It was who they're you pushing were. Pushing you to go get. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and we loved it, right? But now we're talking about a sport which actually has a true long-term life professions that are available, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not much of a push. And so I think there's a disconnect between the. Uh, we're not even very old. Me and Clint are both 32, but mm-hmm. from about our age up, there's a disconnect from what esports is down to what it's actually happening right now, you know, to where they don't really understand what it's become over the last 10 years. And that's kind of why we've partnered with Click Gaming, mm-hmm. because we've got this platform and this podcast, and we, we want to make it known. We want to help esports, especially yeah. here locally in Oklahoma. Yeah, we want to be the supportive uh, dads out there, especially if my kids are into it. Better believe mm-hmm. I'm going to all those tournaments. We're traveling, baby. If she's yep. good at it, let's go do it. Of course, you know, I have a bias because I love gaming. But it kind of reminds you of, uh, you know, like you hear about the D&D kids back in the day that played Dungeons & Dragons and mm-hmm. how they went to their their little corner of the of the world and just played by themselves, so to speak. And I mm-hmm. think I think the older parents think that gamers, that's kind of the world that we live in. And it's not that way anymore. It's really blown up and... You know, like you said, you make a career out of it. It's it's a bigger deal nowadays. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah. Like, so there's there's a lot of factors. It's like when we were at the Thunder Up thing, my daughter was playing, and like I said, she took third, and that was the happiest moment I've ever had with her. I mean, I've had more, yeah. but then I mean, it's just you know something that I have taught. She she's like, I took third. I'm like, you freaking took third, and I gave her a big <laughs> hug. She was so happy, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, did mm-hmm. she team up with another girl? I thought I saw a post where you said she found a friend up there that was another yeah, girl. She, yeah, she just a random, she, right? Yeah, just a random gal. And like from my understanding too, like Jeff and Vicky and all of them from different, they were telling me like all the boys are picking on me because they're girls, and like mm-hmm. my, my those two girls end but slaughtering all the dudes just beating the That's crap awesome. out of everyone. And then she lost to the first place team by one kill in the last final seconds. I'm like, damn. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> now, now, what game was it in? Was it in Overwatch? That, that, was, Fortnite. Fortnite. It, that was Fortnite. That was Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite. Okay. 2v2. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Fortnite, that's a challenging one, too. That's why oh, yeah. most of us hate it, because it's so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. Well, we're going to continue to – we're also going to continue to follow uh, the eSports scene with Johnny and try to uh, tag along best we can uh, when time allows to promote some of these events in Oklahoma because mm-hmm. uh, we just love to, love to see it flourish here here in the, in the state. Um, and with that said, if you're listening to Friday's podcast, um, you will hear the, um, the highlights uh, portion at this point now. All right, guys, we're on our way to OCU Combine. OCU today is the place to be. arrived at the OCU Esports Gaming Combine. Mm-hmm. So we're going to walk through real quick and just kind of see what's going on. And we just saw a meeting too where they were letting guys know they want them to be competitive, 
but not too competitive in the sense of that they, that they feel a pressure. They want them to play relaxed. And if they see losing is not, or winning is not what it's all about, but it's more about finding guys that are the right style to fit the squad right. here at the school. This is Jeff yeah. Price. He's the, he's the head up here. He's, yeah. he's the guy running the show. <laughs> what are you guys doing here? So today we're having uh, tryouts for our varsity teams here at Oklahoma City University. Okay. And uh, so we're running Call of Duty, Fortnite, League of Legends, Smash, Overwatch. Okay. Dang. Uh, yeah, we're just uh, trying to see what the talent is and who wants to come to OCU and cool. play for cool. scholarships. And these aren't, awesome. these aren't just seniors here, right? These are younger guys too? Yeah, we have uh, probably the majority of them are seniors mm -hmm. vying for scholarships and then we have some younger pe people that are kind of interested and they okay. want to okay. maybe get to know OCU a little bit more. And, and you know, down the long run, what I really want to do is on these combines, have, um, I've started a Oklahoma Association of Collegiate Esports. So all the okay. colleges, okay. I want to have all of our coaches together. Mm -hmm. So maybe in the future we'll have Three or four universities together doing these. Yeah, all doing one big awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it'd be like really good. So that's my scouting goal. events, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my goal. Turn that pressure up. And what we're going to be trying to do here is um, we're going to be working to uh, have a have a place, an arena that we're building. It'll be done in April. Okay. And high schools can come and use our arena to play. Oh, that's sweet. awesome. So yeah. if they don't have all the equipment, yeah, it's expensive for yeah, school to get exactly. into. Yeah, exactly. They can come and do that for free. Perfect. And then and have practices with their team, almost like a swimming pool, you know, yeah. almost like yeah. a university yeah, yeah, yeah. swimming pool. Uh -huh. yeah. That's awesome. Because yeah. yeah, those high schools can't. Yeah. Have the high quality PCs that you need to run. Yeah, the uh, it, it's a it's an investment. Yeah, it's you know we have 15 uh, uh, switches. We have. Five PlayStations, Xboxes, we got 20 um, Alienware machines, and we're going to get about 24 more. So, yeah, yeah we're, it, and, and having somebody come and use those, that would be great. Yeah. Good to, good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Here. We've got a couple guys uh, that are here that are actually the gaming, gaming competition. Yeah, so they're in it. You know? We're just going to ask them what they're playing, kind of what their background is, and go from there. Yeah. What Yo, you? my name is Noor. I've been playing Smash for a really long time. Still bad at it, but you know, get better eventually. Um, you know, 18. Thinking about maybe going to OSU, OCU one day. I play Smash pretty well. I think I might be the best one here. Just not my own team, but just maybe, you know. Yeah. 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 So, who's your who's your character choice? What's your style when you're playing? Ness, because he's very easy. Okay. And um, Jigglypuff occasionally. Okay. So, okay. Just so I have an excuse when I lose. So, like I'm playing a bad character. Yeah. Uh, my name's Caleb, and I'm auditioning for the Rocket League team here at Oklahoma City University. Okay. Nice. Now, how long have you been playing Rocket League? Uh, I've been playing since it came out. It released on PlayStation as a free game in July of 2016, and I've been playing since, or 2015, I think. I've been playing. Probably every day since then. Okay. What uh, what rank are you? They have a rank here, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm champion three. Okay, champion level three. Okay, nice. Hayden Netweiler. Hayden Netweiler, all right. And you're a Fortnite player? Yes, I Okay. Uh, how long have you been playing Fortnite? Uh, since season two, uh, end of 2017. Okay, okay. 2017. Yeah. What brought you here today? Uh, I just looked online. I came to one of these last yeah. week and decided to look online if there's even another one. I just felt like I was pretty good and I wanted to be joined. That was a tournament last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. tournament. The one and this. Tournament? Yeah. What was your name? Uh, I'm Tyler. Tyler, okay. Yeah. 
So Overwatch, Overwatch player. Yeah, been playing since 2017 when it basically came out. But uh, I got into the competitive circuit like 2018 during like season seven, but I, I stopped because like they were starting to spawn camp. It was getting a little toxic in there. So it's like, you know, I stopped. I came back in season 10. It was like a little bit better. So it's like, I, I like playing the game because there's so much fun into it. It's just like you get to work with other people that you either don't know or they're, they're your friends. So it's... It's something that you can get really competitive in, make a lot of money. One, save the best for last. Kaden. Kaden. Yeah, nephew named Kaden. Played that name. So you're a Fortnite? Fortnite player. Okay. What's your game mode of choice? Um, I usually go to duos. Duos? Okay. And how far do you usually make it uh, like duos? Top 20. already at the Universal and we knew like uh, when Call of Duty was coming out we both knew that each other played the game and we were excited about yeah. playing possibly our best title together yeah, we're also friends uh, outside of eSports yeah. so ever since the game came out we've been itching to get a competitive team for the school and get after it. I've been trying to play competitively since I was like 12 in middle school when Black Ops 2 was a thing so I was, okay. like, I was like this is my shot I gotta take it so okay. yes yeah. We really are just trying to perfect our craft, find our talent at the university, and also trying to promote it around the area. So we are almost in the building stage. We're, we're not working for what we're doing now. We're working for what are we going to look like in a year, two years from now. So that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to get the word out and, and uh, you know promote esports. And that's why we're here. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it for everyone else. We just want to give some final thoughts on the OCU uh, Esports Combine. Ryan? Oh yeah, I thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. The arena that they're building, that they have planned right now, that they're having uh, engineered, I would almost say. Yeah. Like it's designed really nice. We got like, uh, we got some more concept art for it, you know, like Little sneak behind peek. the scenes. Yeah. Looks amazing. Special shout out to Jeff Price. He hooked us up. And I would say he, he's, he's uh, passionate. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Everybody was awesome. Their setup was really good. I think for a first run for OCU, I'm giving them a thumbs up. Oh yeah, I thought it was awesome. Okay. I'm excited to see what comes and we're excited to kind of be part of it to the extent that they'll let us. We got uh, some gaming news coming up. Ryan's gonna talk uh, a brand new add-on to a game that I'm sure most of you have already heard of, but if not, you're going to hear it here. Um, and then he's also going to tell us a little St. Paddy's Day delish meal. Oh yeah, so I'm going to take over what's cooking good looking. If you guys remember right, last time I did that, we like to refer to it as what's cooking not as good looking. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he did, he did get permission from Hunter before doing the deal, so he was very, uh, very, um, what do you say, polite about it. Yeah, yeah. But before we get there, we need to tackle what's going on in the gaming world today. So let's head on over to the news. Leaks! Full 
All right, guys, it's time for the leaks for the geeks, the news for the dudes, you know what I'm saying, or the gals, whichever way. All uh, of them. Yeah, everybody. We're an all-inclusive group identify. when it comes to gaming. How dare you identify, <laughs> gamer? How dare you? Oh, well, man, a lot happened this week. Uh, some of it not so good, so I'm just going to get right to it. Coronavirus spreading everywhere, and the media is freaking out. And so now we see, you know, it's really affect uh, the economy here in the U.S. Uh, you know, it's affecting mm-hmm. China, Italy, um, Iran, some of the other I places. I heard it's an Epa panorama demic. Yeah, there you go. Epa panorama demic. Yeah. That's a new iPhone yeah. app, guys. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speak, Speaking of Apple products, there was a mask they were advertising for $1,000. It was an iPad mask. I'm like, really? Oh, wow. Just because it was Apple. Yeah, That's like, funny. what the heck? <laughs> Got to make some money somehow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, the first big news, if you're a gamer, you've probably already heard this one. I don't know. We'll see. E3, you know, big conference, biggest video game conference around. Well, they went ahead and had to cancel. That's right. Oh. As of Wednesday, March 11th, uh, because of concerns about the coronavirus epidemic, uh, they have decided to cancel. Um and it's because of overwhelming concerns about the virus. Um, the mm-hmm. association will contact exhibitors and attendees about refunds. Um, in the report, they also said this. They said, we are devastated or disappointed um, that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters. The group said in a statement, but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. And as we said, yeah, this uh, is it a... was slated to take place June 9th uh, to the 11th out in L.A. Um, but because of the health emergency um, concern, they decided to cancel. They've been doing E3 since 1995, I think. Hmm. I so that's a year. pretty long-running event. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're losing a lot of money. And last year, what's sad is last year they had kind of a so-so year, people were saying. You know, certain companies have pulled out, like PlayStation, um, mm-hmm. who just weren't putting on their uh, their events anymore. So, this is they a pretty rough one for them. not to do this year already. You know, yeah. PlayStation yeah, before the whole Corona thing. So. Yeah. yeah. Now they kind of lucked out not having it there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Do we think, is it a good thing? Is it a good thing for them, or is it a bad thing? Mm. I think it's a have to. Yeah, it's it's nice because when you're there, there is a lot of networking that goes on with different companies. And then for gamers, you know, they get to free play like the new games coming out. They get to test it out, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can see them being worried some because it is an international event, and a lot of the stuff is coming international. That's you know all the sickness and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can go outside and talk there's to a my lot of hands on too, it. right? Yeah, you know, you're lot. gonna have there's... this game. Then I'm gonna grab the controller. Then you're gonna grab the controller. Then next, 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 yeah, next. That, that, that's, that's a lot of wet wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah. Think, plus think of all the hotels, the Uber rides, the airfare. There's so much that can travel. Yeah. You know, my cat mm-hmm. can probably give it to me for all I know. Right. So, right. yeah, it's probably the better PR move, right? Um, right. In case yeah, it that's, does get really I, bad. When I said it's a half two, that's kind of where I lean. Uh, I, you know, I'm under the understanding that not the not to downplay the coronavirus and its uh, contractivity, you know, but... Um, it is not nearly as dangerous as a lot of us think, right? The rate of mortality is super low. It's pretty much only in compromised and elderly people. And uh, though it's spreading fast, it's nowhere near what the flu has already been for the last 10 years, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's we are kind of freaking media. out about it. It's hyped up. 
But I think you're in the position now where it doesn't matter how hyped up it is. If we believe it as a general public, um, E3 has to handle it on the basis of what we believe, not mm-hmm. on the basis of how bad they think it is on a personal level. So they have to go, look, if, if we do this event, we're telling people that we don't care about right. spreading the coronavirus. And that's really bad. It's mm-hmm. also horrible if we don't do the event because we don't make any money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be just a big fiasco. Um, doing all these returns and paybacks and all this kind of stuff. Um, but I think they're, yeah, what if they did the event and then they were the reason it spread like crazy mm-hmm. in that area and it could be traced. It's just, they, they don't really even have a choice, if that makes sense, right. not to me. Well, if it, goes, if it goes all bad, then they're probably, in the long run, going to lose more money than they would for the actual mm-hmm. event because now mm-hmm. you're talking about reputation. Um, yes. You kind of get that uh, that stain on you, so to speak, um, yep. as a company. Um but they're not the only but company. They they're not the only company um, canceling. Um, no. We also, and I thought this one was interesting as well. Activision Blizzard has got involved um, on their own end with the Overwatch League. Um, mm-hmm. As we know, Overwatch League is a pro uh, gaming organization. It's like their NFL. Um, yeah. You know, it's organized like that. They have team right. pro teams that compete. Um, and they all make salaries and, and you know, kind of everything we want esports to become for mm-hmm. multiple games, right? It'd be sweet to see right, it right, right. in a lot of avenues. Um, well, they've decided on their Overwatch League that they um, they had planned uh, migration of the teams to their respective cities for a full season of home and away games. And usually, you know, they travel. Um, well, mm-hmm. after isolated can- uh, after isolated cancellations of events in China and South Korea, the league has now pulled the plug on all live events around the world in March and in April. Um, as, w- uh, as with the China and South Korea homestead matches, Blizzard made its reasoning clear. COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, remains an unknown quantity, and the company isn't uh, in the business of taking chances. They say okay. here, uh, we are continuing to closely monitor uh, the coronavirus, uh, city-level recommendations and mandates, and all guidelines set forth by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Mm-hmm. Overwatch League said on Twitter, after a careful review working in close collaboration with our teams, we're canceling all Overwatch League and uh, League events scheduled for March and April. Um, so yeah, not going to get any Overwatch Johnny, League anytime soon. Johnny had mentioned a couple um, specific events that he was going to have, he was actually going to be involved with, I think. They got canceled, and the Warriors. What were you saying there before the show, Johnny? Oh, so on the NBA, I read that the Warriors were going to still have home games, but they were not going to allow fans to come to the stadiums. Just like mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. the uh, NCAA March Madness, they're not going to have fans there either. So you're just yeah. going to be playing and hoping for the best, not having your team cheer you on or distract, etc. You know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's right, freaking right, crazy. Right. It's a big deal. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think at this point, um, a couple of the real big names have set a precedence that now has to be followed um, by anybody else who wants to be taking serious about their choices. Does that make sense? So when you've got companies right. as, as big as the Warriors or E3 saying we're canceling, well, then you've got these other big events that are like, well, they're probably in their head. They had no plans of canceling. It's the worst thing they could right. possibly imagine is to right. cancel. And all of a sudden it's like, well, we have to. We can't do this. E3 just did it. You know what I mean? Right. And, mm-hmm. and they're doing, we can't have this big event here at the same time that all these other people canceled. And so it's like this big thing that's that's going to spread, I think, uh, as, as this example's been set, if that makes sense. Mm. Right. 
See, yeah. it kind of makes you yeah. wonder too if, like, say, like DreamHack or Evo or any of the other big gaming things, if they're going to end up doing the same thing when they come here to the sticks, you know? So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't yeah. No, 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 How about no. your playoff stuff out here? Is that still going as of now? That you know. Uh, of? So right now we're still debating on like the high school stuff. Like we're all in the mm-hmm. Discord, just yeah. kind of chit chat to see what's going on. So I don't know, possibly. I know as far as like my stuff that we were talking about, that'll be online, but the physical part won't be so bad. But yeah, for the the colleges and the high schools with how many kids would be involved, that's just a mm-hmm. depends on what the school and board of education says. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to make the help you make the decision on that. Yeah, and that's not under the OSSAA just yet either, right? That's a it's its own mm-hmm. different association that's being right, head yeah, up um, by yeah, the, the coach OSSAA, over at Union, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Todd up there. Todd's kind of in charge of everything. And right now, like yeah. we have talked with the OSSA about a couple of things, but that's all just down the road chit chat. Right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So it'd be up to him, and of course the other people on the board members say, "Hey, is this going to be good for the kids, or is it not going to be good for the kids?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So if something like that happens, what do they do? They just postpone it because that's almost an indefinite postponement, right? You know Bas- what I'm saying? Basically, when we, yeah. When are we going to come back? That's what they're trying to figure out. I mean, there's like I said, there's even talks of like OU and OBU and all the other places mm-hmm. possibly canceling semester for the rest of the until fall. So it's hitting everybody. So we don't know what's going to go on. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and we'll we'll just have to see. I mean, as with the flu, as you get into the warmer seasons, uh, it drops as far as you know the uh, rapid amount that it spreads. You know, your mm-hmm. your air is not as dry, um, things like that. So. We'll just kind of have to see as we get closer in the, you know, we get through March into April, um, really into May. I think we'll see kind of where it's at. Hopefully it'll just stabilize and die off a little bit and we can move on about our lives. But uh, yeah, right. it'll, it'll be interesting. I didn't expect it to go as far as this went at this point. So, <laughs> um, uh, Well, like I said, with, with that cruise ship coming in with 26 Oklahomans that have, you know, tested positive-ish, you know, that kind of puts a scare mm-hmm. on everybody in Oklahoma now. So it's right, like, well, what's right. going to happen mm-hmm. from that? Yep, yep. So we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, we'll we'll keep you guys updated if anything does get canceled. Um, but on to better news, okay? Let's get past the coronavirus, uh, you know, uh, controvert. Con- what, what what would you call it? Epidemic uh, hysteria. Yeah, that's, what, that's just, the word. It's I'm just negative for, hysteria. hysteria. Um, but we're not going to get away from that anytime soon. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get no, off it'll it be, on this it'll episode, be, but it'll be here every week as listeners for a while. Yeah, we're, yeah, it's just it's what's in the news, and it, and it's affecting gaming news. We're not reaching to find gaming news that's connected to it. Right, E3 right, right. canceled. Can't really ignore that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's affecting it's like my a, gaming. What the freak, dude? Uh, right. It's uh-huh. like that State Farm commercial. If it's on the internet, it must be true, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, you guys know who 2K is, right? 2K Games. Yeah, yeah. Little, little small company, you know, that makes yeah video over games. in the corner somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they are going to be returning to making NFL video games. That's right. 2K is getting oh. back into the officially licensed football video game business. They have really? struck a multi-year partnership with the NFL that covers multiple future video games. Um, that both parties announced on Tuesday. So that would have been uh, March 10th. Um, right now, that's been in the hand of EA, and it's been pretty horrible, right? Am I correct? Well, with the Madden series, yeah. They just right. have to pay the win. Well, yeah, it's just the microtransaction stuff and, and yeah. not releasing the full and, game, making you pay for certain modes that should have just been included. But 
Right. And for most of the reviews we've checked, uh, just not a whole lot of change over the last three, four mm -hmm. years. I think Madden not, 20. Not many adjustments. I think Madden 20, they did some good one, good changes, though. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, we did do At least that's what Hunter that. relayed better. to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. I personally haven't played it, so. Now, now, the NBA 2K20, that game is not as good as 19 is. Is it not? Right now. Yeah, no, I've had a lot of mm -hmm. gamers can play. Like, if that tournament we had, if they said if it was 19, there'd been a lot more than what we had. But Yeah. I know they mm -hmm. had horrible publicity for the WWE 2K game that they made. Oh, yeah. The newest this year's version. It was so buggy that people couldn't even play it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they better not do horrible. that with the NFL. That actually surprises <laughs> me that you'd see the NFL. So if the, is it an exclusive? Does it say, Clint? Um, uh, well, are we going to see Madden and? Well, it says here, it says the deal is for a non-simulation football game experience. Uh, according to the news release from 2K. So it doesn't give the publisher the ability to revive its dearly departed NFL 2K franchise. So mm. EA's Madden NFL series will remain the only simulation football game in town, uh, it says here okay. for now at least. The agreement between 2K and NFL, for which the parties did not disclose financial terms, will produce multiple video games centered on fun, approachable, and social experiences. And 2K President David Ismailer, in a statement uh, that suggests the publisher will focus on making games such as arcade-style sports titles in the vein of Saber Interactive's NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. So it sounds like they're going to be leaning more towards like a maybe a Blitz-style football game or something, something arcadey like that, which I'm fine with. It would be cool to see something fun come come back like that uh, I, I love me some blitz blitz was mm -hmm. the best man remember when they did the the, the update or the re the, the was it 360 or was it xbox it was 360 version. and xbox but i remember that when blitz came out blitz the league or whatever oh yeah it was crazy i was like i can do steroids what right crack somebody <laughs> you see their spine just go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i don't know i think it's a smart smart move by the nfl if they're gonna go the arcade route um, i definitely agree yeah. Oh, I've been muted. There we go. There's oh. games out there uh, right now that are proving to be getting popular even in the esports, right? Mm -hmm. In the sense uh, that are arcadey or what we would call arcadey that me and you just oh, yeah. started playing, like like uh, Rocket League, right? Oh yeah, we Rocket League for sure. They were playing Rocket Dude. League over getting scholarships for Rocket League over at OCU, and uh, that's one of those games yeah, when fun. it came out, people were like, "Oh, this cool little free game on PlayStation because it's free for them," you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, freaking, it's just blowing it's out of the water. It's becoming a huge esports game, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a ton of fun. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, there's not a, even a ton to the game in the sense of, you know, <laughs> you know, you're not upgrading your character. It's all looks, right? So it's literally right. all skill. However, yeah. you get better at driving that car. That's all that game is about. Hey Ryan, and, can, uh, can I, I tell it? Can I tell everybody a secret though? I'm, I'm After you go, tell I'm, it, it won't be a secret. I'm, well, I'm gonna go ahead and let the cat out of the bag, guys. <laughs> Me and okay. Ryan are not any good at Rocket League. We got our butts kicked. I'll play with you sometime. I'll, eight I'll eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. That means eight losses, two wins. One win was a one on two. No, and no, no. The no, other no. guy's teammate <laughs> disconnected, and then uh, no, the other one. It was three. Two. How was it three? We didn't three. actually. We got three wins. No, yeah, we did. We got three wins out of ten, right? Mm -hmm. One we actually won. That's the only one we won. Mm. And then one, the guy's forfeited, and yeah. the other one, he lost his second player and still almost beat us, two on one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was the very last, the very last yeah. game. Okay, I lied. Guys. So we got, 
We got ranked uh, bronze number three, right? We need, oh, we need with bronze two. Bronze two. Yeah. We did duos, so we, we didn't do the, the trips yet. I can, I can get on my Smurf account and help you guys raise out of that because I would bring it with mine, but mine's a lot higher level. So, I but you. I mean, I don't mind. I, I play for fun, anyways. Now, um, hey, we that, don't want to race out of it. Then we're going to be playing only guys that'll just kill us. <laughs> yeah. Now we, that's uh, that's cross-platform, right? Yeah. It's yes. cross-platform. So does that mean like if you have it on your Xbox, we can hook up with you and play like we? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, that's I literally what cross-platform ID. means. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people Rocket League is pretty much pissed off RC cars with the soccer ball. Yeah, That's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. it. Beautiful design. I love it. Oh, yeah. My daughter, my daughter was like, "This is pretty much like Hot Wheels, right? They're driving around hitting the thing." I said, mm, "What if they're full size cars and the ball is just really, really big?" Yeah. And her mind right. was just like blown because in her head they were Hot Wheels, you know. And I was right, like, right. "So how big right. is that ball?" She was like, "I don't know. We can tell by checking massive. the goal." I said, "What do you mean? How can we check the goal? If the goal's way bigger than the car, then we know they're huge." And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense logically because it's a video game. We don't, there's no way to measure the goal, you know? Right. Like, oh, yeah, just compare it to the cars and we'll know. Okay. Gotcha. Here's the goal, he says. Uh, Mighty says hello, Johnny. What's up, buddy? That's that's actually one of my uh, hey, Mighty. good good Fortnite buddies. He's, like, extreme on Fortnite. He's done a bunch of tournaments and stuff. Mm, so. okay. Oh, yeah? Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Noah. He's a great kid. Awesome, awesome. What's up, Noah? Welcome to the stream, brother. Welcome to the podcast, the gaming podcast. Um, so yeah, we're not we're not the best at Rocket League, but we have fun trying to play. Okay, had we had yeah, a tell blast. You what, I did have a lot of fun. Yeah, we yeah. just kind of checked it out, and uh, even when I'm losing, I'm having fun on that game. Which some games aren't that way, right? Some games yeah. you lose, and it's like screw it, I'm never gonna be good enough, and you just mm. quit that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I just turn Pandora on and like we'll we'll go in there and we'll type in the chat just to troll people. Like when we start playing like, GG Scrubs, it's like what? They get so mad, worked up. <laughs> Even if I lose, I don't care. I'm like whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah. like one game yeah. we went up against these guys and they just started flying up in the air with their little rocket boosters, hitting the ball. Right. Oh, they were like, clearly like diamond level like, playing like, against oh, us and then ranked. It was crazy. We're in just trouble. Like, this is all bad. <laughs> 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 we're having trouble just aiming at this point. Oh so. yeah, right. <laughs> it's all. How long have you guys been playing Rocket League for now? Oh, one Two day? days. Two days? Something like oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. It's going to take you a while to start flying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was definitely... Uh, but I started trying it after that, and I actually started landing some flying shots, so that was that made nice. me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all like movies, and um, I like some HBO shows that have came through uh, over the years. You know, The Sopranos, oh, yeah. um, Boardwalk yeah. Empire, um, Game True of Blood, Thrones, of Dexter. They put no, out some good stuff. Dexter was Showtime, Ryan. Come on, bro. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. True Blood was HBO, wasn't it? Or was that Showtime, right. too? True Blood was HBO. Yes. That might have been Showtime. Okay. No. Good try, though. I like how you, you know. tried to sneak Dexter in there. That was good. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, I thought it was. It's okay. I, yeah. Dexter I fans Dexter are Dexter like, sometime. you're dead to me. You haven't watched it yet? You'll like it. It's no, good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, if you like HBO, you're going to like this announcement if you're a gamer. Especially a PlayStation gamer. I guess this is probably mm-hmm. more for the PlayStation crew. Because the Last of Us series is going to be on HBO. That's right. That. Yeah, Craig, I'm going to kill his name right here. Here we go. Craig Mazin, the creator of the acclaimed limited series Chernobyl, is reteaming with HBO to adapt the hit video game The Last of Us. Um, in a rare development in the world of video game adaptations, the writer and creative director of the game, Neil Druckmann, is also involved 
and will work with Mazin to pin and executive produce the intended to be a series. Um, they do say here, um, as far as from Naughty Dog and Sony, that um, the, the, sh the series will be based off the original game. Um, they're actually going to um, start with the original story and then they'll have some extra things, of course, added in. Um, and then uh, they may also have additional content based on the forthcoming game sequel, which is The Last of Us Part 2, mm. which is set to release on May 29th. Now, the thing about one, one of the and beautiful two, things that I'm excited about is the fact that we're not going to get dumbed down on all the gore. Like, I was a, I was yeah. a big fan of Walking Dead, but uh, to see, like, high budget and, you know, more of that gore that you can get from something on like HBO mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty pumped I yeah. think it's going to be a good show well the interesting thing too is they'll have a little bit of playing room if they want if Naughty Dog and Sony allows because The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2 is a time skip there's actually a pretty mm -hmm. big time skip in there um, because one of the main characters Ellie is a little, a little girl in the first game and now in the um, current version of the game I think she's in her teen years maybe Okay. upper teens so um, they could fill in that space too if Sony and uh, Naughty Dog allows them but nice. uh, yeah what do you guys think of it I'm pumped about it I, I think it sounds good as long as they don't kill it like it you know the game was great so as long as they don't kill it when it comes out I think I'll be mm -hmm. happy with it yeah yeah I, th I, I mean I would I would be more nervous if that was coming out on Fox mm -hmm. or something like right. that Mm -hmm. um, but with Net the budget that, that HBO has, <laughs> well, Net, you know, The Witcher I thought was great. I really liked it. Um, I thought they didn't skimp too much. You know what I mean? They put a lot of effort right. into the show and the acting and the writing, uh, not just right. following the story, but I thought it had mm -hmm. good humor and stuff like that too. So I think we're seeing, you know, that and like even Sonic the movie, right? We're seeing a little bit of a trend of people putting a little bit more things. effort into these gaming movies or shows. You know? Yeah. And so I'm hoping that they do it justice. You know, well, the, I'm excited the, for the fact that you've got different kinds of zombies, right? The different yeah. mutations rather mm -hmm. than just zombies. Well, the good thing about The Last of Us right. as well, if they stick to it, as Johnny said, the game has a very strong story. It's really good. And it mm -hmm. really doesn't need to be rewritten much. I mean, they could add some things here and there, but mm -hmm. as far as what the game was and the experience you have, it was like playing... It was the first game I played where it was literally... The whole thing was like a movie to me, mm. as far as how good the storytelling was. There wasn't, there wasn't ever a part in it where I was like, "Oh, this is so tropey or so, you know, right, 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 boring." There was, there was some good stuff in it where I was like, "Whoa, didn't see that coming." So, mm. yeah, really plays with the heartstrings. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, Nintendo uh, released a uh, a little Twitter Twitter teaser. Uh, Nintendo and Lego are going to be teaming up. Uh, to work on a Lego, Lego Super Mario project. Um, in the teaser, uh, Nintendo, Nintendo Europe, and Lego all posted the same short video featuring what looks like a Lego-fied Mario figure. Mm. Something fun is being built, Nintendo teased, and stay tuned. Uh, Lego, meanwhile, wrote, It's a me, a Lego Mario. Nice. Uh, this news, cool. yeah, this news has came, uh, has come during Mario Day, a celebration of the iconic plumber, and uh, due to the date of 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 it being March tenth, so that's what they went with there. Yeah, it's, it's Mario. 
yeah, it's unclear um, what the Lego Super Mario actually is, um, mm-hmm. but there's several possibilities. Uh, the figure uh, in the teaser looks like a medium-sized Lego Mario with screens built into his eyes, mouth, and chest. This could be an amiibo or, more likely, part of a new Lego playset. But it's also mm-hmm. possible that they could be working on a Mario, a Lego Mario game. Hmm. Right. You know, so I mean, Lego's known for making some pretty popular games with the young kids. Yeah, they've so that done, wouldn't surprise they've done me all at the all. superhero so why not, stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, why not yeah. put Mario in? That'd be awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean, this could be a part of a of a marketing thing where it's like, check out the figure. Oh, and here's the right. game that's going to be coming out. So yep, right, yep. So Nintendo fans will be happy about that. And then my final piece of news: Call of Duty, guys. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, to be exact. Um, let out a trailer that I didn't know was coming, an official trailer. Uh, And it's for their new add-on called Warzone. And this is actually free to everybody. So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. they'll allow you to download the game and then just go right into that mode only and just lock the other Yes. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. So if you don't have the game, then you have to do the full download, which is over 100 gigs. So prepare Mm -hmm. yourself. Yep. Uh, especially if you have your normal 30, 30 megabit, megabits per second internet or something like that, yep. or 40, it's going to take normal. a while. Yep. And uh, this, this game mar- <laughs> for a lot of people. <laughs> this game launched March 10th. Um, for current Modern Warfare players, it's available as an add-on, like we said. Um, I think it's just around 20 gigs if you do it as the add-on. Yeah, they say between 15 to 22 gigs. So maybe Mine it's different on the consoles. On the Xbox, and PlayStation was, was 15. Okay. Yeah. So okay. maybe it's 22 on PC, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, so this Warzone will drop 150 players into one environment to play one of two modes, either Plunder or uh, Battle Royale. And and then, um, Ryan, are you ready for your segment or do you want me to continue on? Because this kind of gives away some of the game. Oh yeah, we can just jump in. I'm ready. Okay, go right ahead then. I'll let you take over. Okay. Uh, we're just going to give kind of a rundown of the game. Not really a tips and tricks uh, kind of a segment, but more like a overview. Because this game's so new, sure we could give tips and tricks, but they're not going to be real tips and tricks in the sense of uh, we haven't put our hands on this thing enough to, to even, or at all yet. The three of us haven't played it. It's um, because it's a 22 it's, gig download, so i got to dedicate my night to just download it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, just be happy you're not one of those that's got to do over 100, you know? You're good to go. Yeah, that'd be rough. Uh, okay, so we know that this is uh, this is their new battle royale, right? Um, and it's coming off of um, I just I just forgot the name. I said it earlier. What did they call the other one? Um, uh, plunder. Blackout. blackout. I want to oh, say blackout. Sorry. I thought that wasn't right. Yeah, it was blackout. This is kind of a revamped blackout. Okay, uh, but it's not just blackout with a couple changes, which is what a lot of people were nervous about. Now, is that the is which mode is that? Uh, just the game itself, the way it operates. Oh, okay. yeah. People were worried that this would just be a new battle royale, battle battle royale with kind of new skins on it from the Modern Warfare, but really it's just Blackout. You know, okay. Um, okay. It, it's not. They they definitely revamped the game. They added a lot to it, and so we're going to touch on some of that stuff. As Clint said, it's free to play, meaning anybody can play it uh, for free. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you own Modern Warfare or you don't own Modern Warfare. Uh, you can buy the game. Modern Warfare, and you can download this and play along with it, or you can mm-hmm. just download this one for free. Um, this is, uh, in a sense, it ties to Modern Warfare more than just uh, 
you have to download Modern Warfare and you get blacked out of that one section, mm -hmm. um, you know, of all the normal portion of Modern Warfare. This actually ties to Modern Warfare in the sense that um, your loadouts transfer over from one to the other. Your character building transfer over from one to the other and um, your progression through the game, right? Your rank transfers throughout too. And so okay. when we do that, that means forward or backwards. And it's, uh, and I say backwards, it's really side to side, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say one is ahead of the other, but if you were just playing um, Warzone and you played Warzone for the next three months and then you bought uh, Modern Warfare, all your character building that you've done in Warzone would already be there in Modern Warfare yeah. uh, when you go to play multiplayer. It's gonna carry over. If you've been playing Modern Warfare and you jump into Warzone, all of your character building is going to be on Warzone, if that makes sense. Now, yeah. the big question is, how does that have any effect on a Battle Royale? We don't have classes in Battle Royales, right? We drop on the ground, we pick up all of our gear once we're on the ground, so who cares what you've built? We don't get kill streaks, and we don't get uh, perks and all that kind of stuff, right? Wrong. That is one of the biggest unique characteristics of this uh, game, Warzone. Okay. Uh, on and it works differently for the two different game modes. So we're going to get into that a little bit as we go here. Uh, the first one, it's a battle royale. It's what we're already talking about here. Uh, the way it works for battle royale is you drop in. Uh, if you guys were listening about four or five episodes back, we actually talked about some ideas that we thought um, battle royales should bring to the table. Some of the negatives that we didn't like. Some of those were the fact that you don't get a loadout. Some of those were the fact that you die once and you're gone forever. We love the idea of the big giant map. We love the idea of 100 people playing, but we sometimes would like some kind of a different game mode. Call of Duty uh, Warzone has actually covered both of those. So when you're playing when you're playing the regular, you're actually dropping in with 150 instead of 100, right? Okay. And it's going to be, they'll have 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, uh, but right now it's just 3v3. Okay. So other modes will be coming. Um, one of the other things is people also believe it's going to have 4v4 because uh, there's a helicopter that you can use in this game along with other ground transport. So you can get in a little, uh, like a buggy, right? Mm -hmm. That'll carry two people. There's, an, uh, there's a bigger like SUV kind of a truck. Uh, it'll carry four people, even though you only have crews of three. So why does it carry four, you know? Right. And then you can also get into a more of an armored SUV that actually has some support. It's a little slower vehicle, but it's got protection for you. That carries four. And you can also get in your whole squad into a helicopter, mm. a battle helicopter, and that can carry your whole squad up to four. So more than likely, they're gonna bring a 4v4 here, um, but they started off with a 3v3. That's smart. So you drop, yep, Make sure you drop in, uh-huh. You drop in with a 3v3. And it works just like anything else. You pick your point, you know, you go for it, just like all the other Battle Royales. They did uh, nicely take from the Apex Legends callouts. So okay. they've got all the callouts, and, you know, so you don't have to be on your mic to communicate with the team. If the other guys aren't using a mic or it's people you don't know, you're not on Discord or anything, uh, you can use callouts and communicate just fine. Uh, okay. The system so far, people are saying they love the callout system. It's very reminiscent of Apex Legends. Um, which is one of our favorite things about Apex Legends. I love that they introduced that, and obviously it was a big hit in the Battle Royale world. Yeah, they ended up moving it to Fortnite. It was, mm -hmm. you know, Yep, had to have it pretty much. Yeah, Apex Apex brought some things that Fortnite had to borrow. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but they update it quick. Really. You know, that's mm-hmm. the thing about Fortnite. They, they're they on it like that. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. They stay on top of stuff. Um, one of the beautiful things about this, just like the Modern Warfare game, is this cross-platform. It's just like we were talking about with Rocket League. Everybody can play together. We can play mm-hmm. with uh, Xbox One, PS4, and we can cross over to PC. All three friends can be on different systems and still run a squad together, which is beautiful. The engine for this game, the way it plays, is just like Modern Warfare. The movement, the structure of the game, the controls, down to uh, weapons and weapon storage in the sense of you don't have a a huge inventory that you got to organize and shuffle. It actually works. You've got your primary weapon. You've got your other weapon. You've got your uh, grenades and whatnot, and then that's it. Whatever you pick up is what you've got, if that makes sense. So it's not so... I would say chaotic, like Fortnite, mm-hmm. if you're not mm-hmm. used to that kind of a system, which I think will be better for some of us old dudes, you know, some of us dads, we're going to relate to this one a little bit better. I mean, I don't have to build a wall, I'm all for that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Yep. yep, and you don't have to go through your inventory and go, oh, like we're playing Daisy. what happened, yeah. I, I could have swore I had this ammo or this clip, or... What happened to no, that it doesn't, yeah. okay. Yep, it doesn't, doesn't work that way. Um, the map is huge, and it's got very unique buildings and design. It's not super repetitive and they're not copying over from the maps that already exist, right? In the Modern Warfare franchise. Um, And they say that there's over 300 points of interest from rural areas to, you know, landmarks that are really important that are gonna be crowded. Mm. And so you're gonna kind of see that. Uh, Like I said, supports supports 150 players. uh, And one of the things I was gonna bring up was uh, when you first jump in, they, they brought this from PUBG and everything else. You've kind of got a pre-game lobby, right? So if you haven't played, you can at least kind of play, kind of get used to the controls a little bit, the pre-game lobby before the game launches, mm-hmm. see how the game rolls. Like a little 30-second playtime? Yeah, while it's searching for a match. Yeah, okay. Well, so yeah, it might be a while, like actually. And a, yeah, the first couple of days, there was actually a long wait. So you might be in that for five, ten minutes. You really right. get you know really get a chance to play around in there. Um <laughs> Okay, so we talked about there being loadouts having some kind of effect. Mm -hmm. Well, how they have an effect is there's all kinds of money, right? And you pick up currency in this game through all kinds of things. One, killing people. Um, Two, finding it when you're looting, right? Mm -hmm. Three, by uh, doing missions, which was another thing we talked about the other day. Mm -hmm. These are the kind of missions that aren't like uh, achievements or little things that are preset. They're actually missions that you pick up during the game, such as uh, almost like hard point. Like there'll be a spot that you go and hold. If you hold that point for so long, then you're gonna get money for that, right? Um, When you have that point, other players in the area know you have that point. So it's kind of mini games within the game that pushes the challenge. Um, There's other other things too, like um, Assassin. Assassin will actually give you a random player and show you where they're at on the map during this Gameplay. If you kill that asa- that person, then you're the assassin, and you get extra bonus cash for that. Um, and so we were talking specifically about that. Man, it sure would be nice if they had like other actual missions that you could do during it. And boom, here it is. Right. I know they haven't been listening to us, but it is pretty cool to see some of the things we brought up just all of a sudden here in the next battle royale we're seeing. Yeah. Um, all of those missions are the same, whether you're playing the battle royale or you're playing plunder which is the other one we'll get into in a minute except for in plunder they're worth more way more mm. okay because money has a different use over there but in battle royale 
what's the purpose of money? To buy things, of course, right? Mm -hmm. So there's little stations where you can buy things. <clears throat> Instead of collecting your comrade's fallen tag um, and going and putting in, you know, into the system and booting him up and bringing him back in, you actually can buy him back into the game. Um, so oh, depending on okay. money, it's really important because it's literally maybe the life of your squad. So when you get that money, your partner dies, you can go purchase for him to come back in. Another layer, another level to get back in, which I think was an awesome idea, is a 1v1. So when you die in Battle Royale, you go against the last person who died in a 1v1. The winner comes back at no cost. <laughs> wow, that's that, crazy. That is cool as hell. Yeah. That's a great that's idea. I mean, that's going to be some some epic right. stuff in there. Okay. Uh, so it's definitely going to be a, it's going to be probably more crowded in when it gets small than we've ever seen before because it starts with 150, right? But the fact that you can buy people back and you don't have to get their tags, you can buy them back whenever you want to as long as you can get to one of those stations. That's, yeah, that's crazy. And they can fight their way back. We're going to see people that you've killed come back a lot more often. Does right. that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so I think we're going to get to a small uh, opening in the storm and you're still gonna actually have quite a few teams left. So maybe a little more chaotic near the end than you're used to on these battle royales. Okay. Or at least that's what it feels like they're going for. Another thing Great. is you can not play the storm. And if you play any battle royale, you know what I'm talking about, where you kind of tease and you stay outside the edge of the storm and you go, you know, you let it kill you a little bit, but you're kind of, you're working that edge. Right. No, you've got about 10 seconds to complete death. In oh, this, it, it wow. is, that's nuts. Yeah, it, so it's toxic. It is a super is powerful storm. Good thing is, you can find gas masks. If you have a gas mask, you can survive in the storm until the gas mask wears out. Then it'll take from your health. Okay. Which is a very out. interesting. So do you, yeah. Do you find the gas mask in the map, or do you have to purchase it yeah. through the map? You just find it by looting. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. And so, if you happen to have a gas mask, then you so know you, you can, can survive have a little longer. People down in in the storm, then in a way. Right. Yeah, but the so, gas mask is still short. It's just okay. enough to make it where like you don't die instantly. Okay. Um, right. The way this is set up, instead of having a helmet and a chest plate and a this and a that and a that and a that, it's just what's called armor plates. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have your health, which is a hundred, and then you can carry up to five armor plates. You can equip up to three. So that if one gets used, you can throw another one on right away. If that makes sense. Right. Um, so your armor goes down first, and then your health goes down. Problem is with the storm, it's not a bullet. So it attacks your health instantly. Your armor means right. nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's why you die real quick. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Okay. So the, the vehicles in this is going to be a big element. The storm change is definitely going to be a big element. The fact that people are coming back way more often mm -hmm. is going to be a big element. And it's kind of a bragging right, right? What if you got killed three times and you won the 1v1 three times? What an epic montage that's going to be, you know what I mean, to be able <laughs> right? to do that. Um, okay, so next you have... Uh, you always have your parachute on this, so um, if you end up on high ground or whatever, you know, and you need to jump, you can use the parachute again at any time, which is basically uh, Fortnite's that same kind of way, but not all of your battle royales are that way. Mm -hmm. This one, it is set up that way. Um, let me see here. Uh, I already mentioned all the vehicles. Okay, so now the loadouts. What does it have to do with it? Basically, you start the game. One thing that's nice is you do get a pistol. You're not empty-handed when the game starts. Okay. You have a pistol, so if someone got to some weapons before you and you're good with the pistol, you still have a chance to live. You're not just crap out of luck, hands in mm -hmm. the air. Oh, man, you know, because that pisses you off when you're playing Battle Royales. So you do start with the pistol. Um, but the beautiful thing is 
you've got two ways of getting your loadout. And when I say your loadout, I mean your actual loadout from your multiplayer gameplay with your guns that you've built and customized with perks, with kill streaks, with everything that comes with your multiplayer, you can have it within here. It's the only way to get a perk or kill streak that I understand is to get your loadout. You get that by airdrops that have your loadout in them. And really those airdrops will have everybody's loadout in them. So hey, you can call one in. Real quick, I wanted to intervene. Levi uh, says on here, you only go to the Gulag once, one time. Oh, that's where you buy people back? Mm -hmm. That's what that's, oh no, Gulag, that's the place where you're 1v1. Yeah, so yeah. I guess you only get so one you chance only get at one that. one chance okay. at it. So it's not going to be like you're always going to get the chance. So Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Can you purchase your friend back more than once? Let us know on the on the deal there, Levi. Let us know. Can you purchase your friend back or your squad mate right. back? I know it's expensive, so it'd be hard to do, but right. can you do it? Um, yeah. And he said no kill streaks. No kill streaks. No kill streaks. Okay. This article got it wrong here. Uh, but you do get your perks. Is that right, Levi? Let us know in there. Probably is the um, first, but maybe not the like the airstrikes, maybe things okay. like that. Yeah, what I was reading here says you do, so oh, okay. um, that's interesting. Maybe they just got it wrong. Um, we'll play okay, it too. So, we'll, we'll play it too and like let you guys know. Uh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. We find out. But I appreciate well. your input there, Levi. Yeah, he said you can the, only uh, buy kill streaks, and yes, you can buy them back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so now. Now, on top of that, you're going to have, uh, which means in here you're going to have, you have a mini map, just like you do in the normal. You mm -hmm. can get UAV, right? And if, if they don't have their perks at all, obviously a UAV is going to be a lot more powerful in this than it would be in multiplayer, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody's going to show up. Because uh, very few people are probably going to have their perks and their loadouts. Right. You can get a loadout from a random drop. Problem is, when it drops, everybody knows it's there. And everybody's going to be going for it. So you're taking a pretty big risk going to get your loadout. You can also call in your own drop in a specific location where you're at. That's the safest way to get that. You do that by purchasing it, right? Okay. Just like you would getting your person back. Um, and so that's pretty cool. So that's two ways you can get your loadout. Okay. Uh, and he also says, uh, Levi says, no specialist perks. So anything for those okay. specialist perks you can't use. What are specialist perks specifically? Is anybody? I don't know that. I, th I, th I think he's referring to, so like on CDL, we have specialist perks to where you have your normal set of perks. And then uh, as you kill, you get more. So like if, say, oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. the first one, then you'll get scavenger, stuff like that. That's okay. right. That's okay. right. So it's just, okay. Okay. Just Another thing that's different stuff. for this, which I think is different, right? I don't think many of the games have a uh, health regeneration, right? Not without using healing, right? Most of the time you got to use a med pack or something like that to heal. Uh, and this is just really like, yeah, yeah. yeah and this is just like multiplayer. So okay. you get hit, your screen's going to go red and blurry, you know. Uh, but right. then it'll recoup, right? Okay. So it comes back nice. just like normal. Of course, your armor's not going to come back. It gets used up from what I see here, but your health mm -hmm. does come back. Okay. Um, okay. Let me see here. I already it's mentioned that movement... you had to like inject yourself with health if, when you were down and stuff. Right. So it's nice having that where you just dip out and come back type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Now I'm sure it's kind of slow. It takes a while, you know, without getting hit. Oh, yeah. Everything just like on multiplayer. But mm -hmm. um, and Jeff says that you is stay you out. Up. You stay out of the game for 12 seconds. When you... Is that when you die to, to come back for a 1v1? Is that what he's talking about, I wonder? I think so. Yeah, I'm not probably. sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got here, let's see here. I already mentioned that. Minimap is back. Uh, 
the loot, you know, how we loot. Oh yeah, the weapons are set up basically. You've got your different levels of weapons. That is set up to where it's not like a more powerful of the same gun, other than it is kind of more powerful because each level of that gun will have more attachments from mm -hmm. a scope to a grip, you know, to maybe a silencer. So the top level of the gun is gonna have all the attachments. So it's a best built gun to where mm -hmm. the bottom one is gonna not have the attachments. From what I understand here, you do not find attachments on the ground, okay. so you won't get you won't get a, a M4A1 and then go find a scope for it and add it to it because you don't have in inventory. It works just like a loadout. So when you pick a gun, that's that build of that gun. You have to find a better version of that gun. You can't just upgrade the gun you have. Does that make well, that's sense? That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's I where I was saying that. the inventory feels a lot more like loadout. Feels a lot more like multiplayer. They're trying not to venture too far off of that I don't think okay and I think Jeff right. was um, he was specifying here he says in plunder it doesn't work like the other so I think maybe in plunder it's a 12 second respawn okay for yeah the, yeah plunder plunder we're just about to get there uh, let's see you can't find attachments on the ground I already said that uh, we talked about the challenges and um, there's contracts recon contracts Mm -hmm. scavenger contracts, assassin contracts. These are all ways of getting some money and adding some different spins to the game. Um, now, the next one, uh, we talked about collecting cash. Yeah, okay, so next would be is going to be plunder. What's the difference? Plunder is an all-new game. It's not like um, they just, uh, we're going to just make a little change like 3v3 versus 1v1 versus something else. Mm -hmm. Plunder is its own completely different game. This one is set up to where you play the whole time, right and you get to respawn over and over there's no limit to your respawns while you're playing 150 still drops in to the same huge map there's no storm during the entire game the entire point of the game is to see who ends with the most cash oh you end, okay. you end cash by taking on these contracts you are you you earn cash by taking the contracts you earn cash by killing other people and taking their cash you don't get all of their cash but you get some of their cash um and the more cash they have, the more you get, uh, from what I understand. So a little reminiscent of, um, what do you call that? Kind of reminds me of CS going away. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jeff just said I got killed answering this question. <laughs> I love oh, it. He's, is he yeah. playing right now? Yeah, he's playing right now. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love he'll, it. He'll, he'll play with you guys and stuff too. I play with oh, him. Oh yeah, he, he's my hero right That's now. Funny. <laughs> Sorry, That's funny. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um, okay, so so you. What did I say? You get it by doing these different missions, right? Mm -hmm. One of the top ways to get money is there are not not um, player-controlled helicopters, but the game when you're paying plunder will send in helicopters that are random, killer helicopters, right? And they're beasts, and you got to take them out. If you take them out, um, you get the most money from what I can see here. They're like okay. the most nice. biggest reward that you can it's get. A, it's it's um, bonus points, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Problem is, it's risky to take them out because uh, they're, you know, they're a fighter helicopter. So the, you die a lot right. trying to do it. You need to be smart. You need to be geared up to be able to take it out, right? The other difference on plunder is you get your loadouts from the beginning. You pick your loadouts just like you do in Modern Warfare multiplayer. Whatever your loadouts are, that's what you have. And when you die and respawn, you still have your loadouts for the whole game. You don't have to go search. So the only thing you're actually looting for is going to be... Uh, money. That's what you're searching for. Contracts and money. Contracts and money. And you're running these missions. Some of the missions will bring other people your way. Mm -hmm. Some of the missions um, some of the missions will send you after people. 
right? Uh, like assassin. And then there's also on top of that, um, the top three money carriers for the game will always show up on the map. So you're just, when you're at the top, you're hunted constantly, which I think was a, an awesome element to think that you can't just get at the top and then kind of, I'm just going to sneak around and keep making enough money doing these easy missions. Nope, because when they know you're at the top, people are going to be coming for you. Okay. And I think that's a pretty cool element to add there. They're also saying um, in the chat you can uh, have balloons lift your money out of the map. Yes, you can call it in. So there's drop points that you can call in, um, and they'll actually lower down a bag, like a money bag, and you can deposit your money in there. Once it's in there, it's safe. No matter if you die or whatever, none of that money will get touched. It's like a deposit box. That's cool They so. take it out of there. Mm. Problem is, there's only a few of those locations, maybe three or four, I think, on the whole map. So yeah. every one of them is camped, just waiting for people with big money, trying to deposit it in their bags. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. So it kind of adds a, you know, a unique spin to that. You can take that risk if you're doing really well, or you know, you got to kind of pick and choose how you want to play that. Yeah, and I guess um, you expose yourselves with uh, when you do call in helicopters, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. things like that as well. Yep, yep. Dang, dude, this is like like I enjoyed playing um, Rocket League last night, but mistakes were made. You know. You meant we should have played this. <laughs> well, should have at least had yeah. that sucker on download. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't even click download. I thought you did. No, because I'm a noob like that. Oh. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. You had mentioned it to me. You told me how big it was and stuff. Yeah. So I, I thought you did too. it. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh well. Um, I think it's cool because people like me and Clint who aren't any good at battle royales and other dads out there who don't get to play but maybe once or twice a week and you're not going to be the best at a battle royale game you're, you know you may get some kills you're hardly ever going to make it to the top you may right. make it to top 50 and then feel like you're on top of the world you know because you're top 50 there's mm -hmm. people out there they do that the beautiful thing about plunder is you don't just get to play and then wait 20 minutes while you're watching you know your squad do this and do that and you're thinking what's the point because i'm never even going to get to the top anyways to where in plunder uh, it's a lot. There's going to be some different kind of strategy deployed there. The fact that you can come back, the fact that you can get rid of your cash if you need to, the what kind of missions you take, you can pick depending on your strong suit, if that makes sense. Um, one, one little tip that I did come across here is that you should always accept all the assassination missions that you come across because there's no penalty to not getting the assassination. So once you accept it, it's just there. And you may even just randomly run into the guy and kill him and then mm -hmm. you get the extra cash for it. So gotcha. you always oh, want to cool. accept that. Yeah. Of course, right. some of the missions you don't just want to accept if you're not ready, because if you accept, uh, you know, uh, to hold this point and you guys, you know, don't aren't ready any. to hold this point or you don't think you're yeah. good enough to do so, you know, <laughs> then that the one's not going to work out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think any of them, from what I see, though, I don't think you lose, if that makes sense. So if you take a mission... I don't think they cost you. You just activate them. So it sounds like this mode, you're it. just constantly chasing after that money. And I think yep. they said it's a, it's a chase to a million. So um, mm. so that's nice. why the, the 12 second respawn makes sense now. I think. So what's that mean? If this. someone gets a million, it ends the game? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I was wondering like what the finale was. Because if everybody keeps spawning in, there's got to be some end goal, per se. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was a time. I thought it was on a time, but I didn't actually it, come across it, that when I was reading the article. They're acting on here, acting like on our chat that it's a race to a million, um, but okay. they don't specify whether there's a timer or not. I guess a timer would probably be a good move just in case someone was being a jerk mm -hmm. and not letting right. the game. Well, from what I understand here, you've you've got the same 
what's what's nice about it is you've got the same contracts and side missions in both modes of playing. They just have a different purpose in the two different modes of playing and a different value, if that makes sense. Okay. So nice. uh, you're going to get experience doing these missions either way. Of course, the missions will be played out differently when there's a storm closing in than if there's not a storm closing in. Uh, a lot of people on here were saying, well, if this map is so huge and there's no storm when you're playing Plunder, what, are you just going to sit out and have nothing to do? Well, no, because the missions are driving people to you, right? The, mm -hmm. the checkpoints are driving people to you. The assassination is driving you to people. So they say that it, you're going to get in gunfights commonly. Okay, you so know? this is like, this um, would be the equivalent of like an MMO when they do like a world quest. Mm -hmm, it basically mm -hmm. cues for the entire map and people head to yep. that direction and fight. Yep, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, okay, that's good. That's a good move. Of course, so you, you may, if you may, mm -hmm. yeah, you may pop a UAV and you may see, hey, there's nobody in our vicinity. Good time to take a hold the point mission, right? Because if you got 19 squads around you, maybe not the best idea to decide to hold a point against them, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it just alerts two or three nearby squads, right? Because imagine 150 people coming after the spot you're trying to hold. It'd be nearly impossible if they're nearby, right? Yeah. So I don't really know exactly how that works, but it, it does sound fun. At this point, um, I just want to cancel the podcast for the night, call it quits, and we're going to go play <laughs> Warzone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like the idea that it plays the same. That's one of the things that, that mm -hmm. got me kind of happy is that your controls, if you're used to the controls and how to shoot and how to play mm -hmm. multiplayer, it transfers over. You yeah. don't have to learn a whole nother game. Well, now uh, it makes sense as to why they, why they made the game maybe a little more camper-friendly in mm -hmm. anticipation of maps like this where you are going to want to be sneaky and shoot people down to get their money. and mm -hmm. some different You can play some different strategies in this uh, Warzone mode, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like the fact that they've implemented so many different vehicles and mm -hmm. that they each have a different purpose. Some are faster without protection. Some are slower with protection. Even the fact that we get to actually fly in a helicopter as a squad. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the little tips that I actually saw was one of the oh, easiest ways to... Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> one of the One of the easy... Just the tip. One of the easiest ways to get um, money is the drops that happen in Plunder. So okay. what some squads do is actually get a helicopter and then try to stay in that helicopter just watching for the drops because you can get there real fast in the helicopter. Right. Then you go right. and you hit the drop, hit the drop, hit the drop, hit the drop, and not take on missions, and you can earn a whole lot of cash doing that as long as you can keep your helicopter alive. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds interesting to me. Uh, I wish I had more time to play because this sounds like a game I want to get really good at. You know, not just yeah. know play a little bit here and there, tomorrow. but it's how it goes. Yeah. Well, Johnny, let us know. I'll try to. I'll start the download tonight. I don't know if I'll be able to play tonight, but we'll. I'll at least start the download and get the process going. No, you know oh, you yeah. won't. Not with twenty gigs, you're gonna have probably forty-five minutes or so for that, right? Well, yeah, I gotta go put the kids to bed anyway, so. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. Perfect, perfect time to let it download and then come back. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it's ready. So stay up too late and be tired at work. No biggie. Luckily, because of my sweet uh, shadow that I use for gaming, I have almost no hard drive space. That's one thing they really do you dirty on. And so I'll have to remove um, DayZ just to download because, oh, right. you know, Call of Duty is already 120 or you gigs. Just, it's like the uh, biggest game that's ever Dead existed. Dead by Daylight, just delete it off. Dead by Daylight's already gone. I took oh, it off to do, right. to do uh, Fortnite well, the other day. You suck then. Let's just put it yep. that way. Let's be honest. Uh, they're supposed to be giving me an upgrade soon. We'll see. Hold my hold my breath. <laughs> well, uh, that's it for for Warframe though, cool. or not Warframe? Why did I just say that? 
Warframe is fun, though. <laughs> yeah, Warzone. Warzone. Yeah, Warzone. 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 <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you for going through all that with us. Now I'm just plumbing oh, yeah. ready to go play. Uh, but yeah. first, we need to uh, satiate our uh, appetite. And so on this podcast, we are also dads. And so we try to incorporate segments that are uh, are good for, for dadding as well. And so one of those things is oh, yeah. to cook your family a good meal, you know, or mm-hmm. your kid. Maybe it's just you and the kiddos. You're a single dad or, or whatever. Um, and you want to cook a good meal. And so Ryan's got a special for us uh, just in time for good old St. Patty's Day. Yes, I do. What's cooking good looking? Master Chef at home, listening wherever you are. What's cooking good looking? All right, Ryan, take it away, brother. All right, all right. St. Patty's Day recipe. What's it going to be? Corned beef. You guys have had corned beef probably. If you haven't, you're missing out, okay? Uh, corned beef and cabbage. We do say that that was Irish. Uh, it's really a spin. Uh, salty meat and cabbage is Irish, and it actually used to be bacon. Bacon and cabbage mm. was the traditional Irish disc, Irish dish. But uh, now it is going to be corned beef. I froze on my screen. Am I still good, Clint? You're still hearing me and everything okay? I can, yeah, I can we, hear you. You just look all great. derpy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. It always freezes at the best, uh, best uh, spring. <laughs> best you know? moment. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. It's like you're I'm taking cool a real, that. like you're taking a big dump, you know. But no big <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, your traditional corned beef. Everybody's done it. You throw it mm-hmm. in the crock pot, right? You cook it for 42 hours. Not really, but you know, you cook it in there for a long time uh, with water, cabbage, potatoes, maybe carrots if you like carrots, mm-hmm. uh, and you cook that down until it's nice and tender. Uh, this is not your traditional corned beef. This is a manly version of smoked corned beef. So if mm. you don't have a smoker, um, you're out of luck. Aww. Up a creek without a paddle. If you don't have a smoker, hit your friend who does. Buy a corned beef. Tell him you'll split it with them and go over there and make it. There you um, Try it out. Yep. Oh, it's going to be amazing, guys. Trust me. I love corned beef. And from the time I... And I've been eating corned beef for forever. I, eat, I cook it every year. Uh, not just on... St. Patty's Day, but just whenever it's in the store. It's one of my favorite meats to make in the crock pot compared to regular roast. But from the first time I smoked it, I've never cooked it in the crock pot again. It's that much better smoked. Mm. So um, what I do, I'll give you guys a breakdown of uh, the ingredients that you're going to need to start with. One, a corned beef. My opinion is two or three corned beefs because uh, you might as well have them. You know, might as well store them. And when you're smoking, you can smoke them all at once. You don't have to do it a bunch of different times, right? You just put all your meat in the smoker, smoke it all up. How many pounds does um, that come in per package usually? Do you know? Usually, yeah, yeah. Usually it's about four pounds or so. Okay. It's a it's a brisket, so you're going to get a half a brisket, either a point or a flat. That's mm-hmm. what corned beef is, is a corn brined brisket. So okay. uh, it's a lot more tender than regular brisket brisket because of the corn because of the uh, salt brine. I said corn brine, didn't I? Because yeah. of the salt <laughs> brine, it's going to be a lot more tender. But uh, it is still a brisket, so got plenty of fat on it and stuff like that. Um, the point is going to be a little bit more tender. The flat is going to have a little bit more fat. So take your choice. The price is really close to the same. Um, the point is slightly more expensive. So okay. uh, buy you a couple corned beefs. You could even wait till after St. Patty's Day, and they go down like 40% off. 
stock up on some corned beefs if you want to. Throw them in the freezer. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to need a couple different seasonings. You're going to need mustard, either uh, like mustard, you know, the actual mustard sauce. I use a garlic aioli mustard, or you're going to need um, mustard itself, like powdered mustard, ground mustard. Okay. Um, then you're going to need coriander. You're going to need salt. You're going to need a lot of pepper, garlic, onion powder, and then you're also going to need cloves, ground cloves. So it's the, the powdery cloves, not the chunks. Okay. Okay. Whew, that'll be way too strong. You bite into one of those. So the cloves um, is what makes it St. Patty's Day. Gotcha. No, actually, all those all those uh, coriander and all those seasonings are kind of traditional for a. Uh, I was for going for beef. the clover, Ryan. Golly. Oh, okay. Okay. Throw you clover. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's a different kind of clove, so it went right over my head. It's probably because my video's frozen the derp mode, so it's derping me a little bit. You know? um, okay, so what you're going to do is, if you ever have done one in the crock pot, corned beef you don't add any salt to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I listed salt a minute ago. You don't need salt. Because it's being salt brined, it's super, super salty. When you cook it in the crock pot, it's got all that water, and it pour, pulls that salt out. And that soaks into everything else, right? It makes like a big aju type of a sauce in there. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're smoking aju. it, it'll be way too salty. If you take it right out of the pack and you smoke it, it's going to be like super salty. So mm-hmm. what you actually want to do is for at least four hours, but I usually do it overnight, I take my corned beef and I stick it in a uh, big plastic bowl full of cold water in the fridge. Let it soak. Let it pull some of that salt out. I rinse it off in the sink and then... Uh, pat dry it with a towel to make sure there's not a bunch of extra water on it so all my uh, basically crust or bark is going to stick real well okay mm-hmm. um, then you're going to take it on the outside and you're going to rub it down if you're using mustard powder you're going to rub it down with olive oil if you're using actual mustard that's your bonding liquid right so that's why I just use the mustard I rub it down over the whole thing get in all the crevices and then you're going to uh, put a medium coat, meaning you want it everywhere, medium coat of all the seasonings. Pretty uh-huh. proportionate. So you're going to go cloves, you're going to go garlic, you're going to go onion powder, you're going to go mustard if you're using the powder, and then uh, you're going to um, go with a ton of pepper. That's the only one that's not equal. So rest of those is going to go kind of medium. And if you've ever done a bark on a brisket or something like that, you know you kind of make that crust with the pepper. So okay. then you're going to take that pepper... And when I say a ton, my wife likes me to dumb it down a little bit so you can like kind of see the meat through the pepper. Mm-hmm. When I do it, you can't really even see the meat. It's just a solid pepper. Yeah, I've had your thing. version. It gives me heartburn. Yeah, same thing for my wife. She likes it to be a little less pepper. So yeah. I'll make one that's like half the pepper, which is still mm-hmm. a lot of pepper, and then one that's twice the pepper. Kind of depends sure. on how you like that. Um, then what you're going to do is you're going to set your smoker with uh, I've used mesquite. It's fine. This meat can stand up to mesquite, which is a strong smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I usually use hickory. I like the taste of hickory a little bit better. Um, I put hickory in there, and I'll smoke it for four hours on 225. Okay. If you want to, if you want to get sensitive and make sure you get, you cooked it to the right level, you're going to stick your thermometer in there and make sure it's above 140. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, guys. I know 140 is not high enough. This is just the pre-cook. This is to get a crust on it. This is to get the smoke into it. Then we're going to take it out of the smoker. Mm-hmm. And you're going to wrap it with uh, heavy-grade cellophane two or three times so it's completely sealed, right? 
and then wrap that cellophane with foil. Basically, the cellophane is going to trap all the moisture in and actually like almost pressure cook this thing inside your smoker. And the, the foil is going to allow you to put it on the rack without melting the cellophane. So okay. that's why you need both. Nice. Okay. Um, so you, you stick that back in there. I usually go overnight, which is about 10 hours. So I put it in in the evening, say maybe 6 o'clock. Let it go for that four hours. 10 o'clock before I'm going to bed, I go out, grab it, wrap it. Stick it back in and turn the heat down from 225 to 205 or 200. Okay. Leave it in overnight. Then when you take it out, just like a steak or anything else, do not unwrap the present yet. You're going to want to. You're going to want to taste it. You're going to want to see what it's all about. You don't want to do that. You want to let it cool while it's wrapped. That's going to make all the juice and flavor and fat and all that stuff suck back into that meat and just make it yep. extremely juicy when it's done. Mm. So you want to let it actually cool or at least down to eating temp on its own. Don't stick it in the fridge. Don't do anything. Just just leave it out down to eating temp. Once it's, You don't want to let it sit out for a long time if you're not going to eat it right then, but down to eating temp, then you can stick it in the fridge if you want to. Um, one thing that I've done before is actually stopped halfway into my wrap mm -hmm. because sometimes I really want the cabbage and potatoes and those things that I'm missing. If you put them in there for 10 hours with the meat, they're going to be just mashed potatoes. You know what okay. I mean? So I'll stop part way into that. I'll unwrap, load in potatoes and all that stuff underneath my meat. Potatoes, cabbage, all that. Stack my meat on top of it. Rewrap it. Then it goes back in for six hours. Mm. So you can do that if you want all the, you know, your traditional stuff that goes with your corned beef. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the wife will just cook up some cabbage on the stove along with potatoes and we just add that just with add the meat rather than yep yep it doesn't quite have that strong corned beef flavor but that corned beef is going to be so good i'm telling you it doesn't matter and this is like you could try to slice it but it's just going to fall apart as you try to put a knife to it it's just going to be so tender and it doesn't really it's not really that much work right i mean you're not really having to watch it you're not having to no. rebaste it you're not having to do any of that uh some people which I don't care, but if you were presenting this, you know, you're having a family event or something, when you're done, you can unwrap it and stick it back in without the wrap. That's not going to be quite as moist, but you'll kind of get your crust back, if that makes okay. sense, right? Because we're wrapping it, you're not going to have a dry outside. You're going to have it moist everywhere. Uh, okay. I prefer that because it tastes better. But looks-wise or competition and things like that for smokers and barbecue, they all want that uh, nice thick bark that's crispy on the outside. Uh, that, that, that bark's the greatest part of it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how you do it. It's that easy. Wow. I'm telling you, if you've never had a corned beef, you're going to love it. If you've been eating corned beef in your crock pot all your life, this is still going to be better in my opinion. Okay. Uh, you don't need to keep adding smoke. You smoke it for the four hours. After that, it's wrapped in three layers of cellophane and foil. No smoke's getting to it anyways. You're really just slow cooking it. Okay? Okay. Um, so don't worry about it. And, you know, in all reality, I've never done it because I've got an electric smoker and I just set mm -hmm. the temperature. It's so easy. But if you don't have an electric smoker, at that last finishing part, you can finish it in your oven. Set your oven to 200. Now that it's been smoked, it's got all the smoke flavor in it already. Set your oven to 200. Stick it in your oven overnight. Yeah, right? so you're just it's going to cook the exact same way. Yep. Yep. Okay. You're just giving it a nice slow cook to render all that fat and to make everything just mm -hmm. fall apart and stay juicy. Well, I'll just hit up you or Hunter because both of you have a smoker, and, mm -hmm. you know, we'll be good. I'll pay you a little <laughs> extra money to make my own section of, uh, uh -huh. of corned beef, and we'll be good. I'm going to be smoking some um, 
Monday. Okay. So if you want me to pick one up for you, yeah, we'll or talk, two, we'll discuss I can it just here throw them in the there. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's all I got for you. That's, well, that's, that's the corned beef uh, meal right there. I think that's got me full. How about you, John? <laughs> Are you full? It sounds good. I need to get you guys to come down and try our butcher barbecue stand so you can dive a food coma out here. We do need to oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you said it was good. I'd be all about that. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's really not that far of a drive either. Let's just be honest. You know. How far is Wilson? We're talking about like uh, right for Clint, it's probably forty minutes. We're exit one fifty eight. So from Tulsa, it's like an hour and three minutes. So depending on yeah, what part bad. you're coming okay. from, you know. I'm coming from Wagner, so we're an hour and forty five. The good thing though, okay. it's all turnpike, all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, as I'm saying, if, if you guys do come whenever the, the football season kicks off, we can get some barbecue, watch some football, and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Well, that's going to be it for the show, guys. We hit a lot of information, and uh, I know it's a lot to take in. So, you know, take notes, especially on the Warzone section. That was uh, mm-hmm. uh, good a good preview of what to expect and, you know, what to I go I tried into. to go through that fast. That's just one of those, uh, a, oh, lot yeah, of just a lot of info on that lot game. Of, a lot yeah, of, yeah, a lot of information. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode, you can always check us out. Um, if you want to support us, you can support us over at uh, Patreon, uh, at the Delirious Dads Gaming uh, Patreon uh, website. Uh, and then, of course, you can find us here on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. We try to post updates on there. Um, mm-hmm. and we just plan on doing more with Johnny, so we're going to keep you up to date on any events that we go, um, as far as where Click Gaming is at, um, and, and yeah, all that. Yeah, keep an eye on the podcast and the Facebook page. We are going to be getting on a regular schedule for giveaways. So yep. we're going to start doing some giveaways here in this next month, and then we'll be doing that, that regularly for, um, you know, reviews and, and page likes and stuff like that. We'll be giving away some, yeah, some just stuff to, to help promote. Yeah, help with, help with growth and and things mm-hmm. like that um now johnny where can where can they find you uh, information and updates on you over at click gaming uh pretty much just either on facebook which is johnny ryan weaver uh instagram which is icy chiller twitter's icy chiller 54 or they mm-hmm. can email me at icy chiller at att.net all right simple nice. easy stuff. all right we love it we love it uh well guys uh thank you again and with that said stay delirious stay dead stay frosty That works too. There you go. (laughs) And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.